0: Welcome back to the Love Your Story podcast. Believe, believe, believe a few words on living with faith. That's where we're going today. I want to start with a question. Do we ever know our way forward completely? I seldom do. I'm always walking one step further into the darkness, hoping that it's in the right direction. When we're trying new things and taking risks, living into possibility, this is the landscape. This is what we're up against all the time. Martha Beck said, she's one of my favorite um, international life coaches, so I'm quoting her all the time here, but she said, quote, every leap into light starts as a leap in the dark, unquote. That has been my experience. Stay tuned for a few words on living with faith. Faith in yourself, in the force that guides you, in your possibility and mission, it changes the story completely. (music) Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with and making your stories work for you. Power serves you best when you know how to use it. Remember Hansel and Gretel? They didn't know where they were headed, but they knew that if they left a trail of breadcrumbs, they could solve their own problem. Yes, I realize that's an interesting example since the birds end up eating their best laid plans. But in the end, isn't that usually how it goes? Life makes you move forward instead of letting you follow the trail back. And quite often, that is in an unexpected way. Walking into a dark forest, throwing out our best solutions as we move forward, like breadcrumbs. And then things shift. The story gets more intense and doesn't look like we expected. Here's to the faith that in the end, we will all push our personal witches into the oven and return home a hero. But let me point out a couple of things. Hansel and Gretel had to walk into the woods to have their experience. Even though it was traumatic, and of course they first had their desperate search for the trail that had vanished. We can relate to that when things change in our lives. In the end, they had to grasp hands and adapt or die, to put it bluntly. They had to move forward or stay stuck. They had to believe enough to drop the breadcrumbs and move into the dark. Let's kick off this fun discussion with the most basic understanding that fear and faith are opposites. If you believe that the universe or God has your back. And if you believe in yourself, the fear decreases. The more faith you have, the less fear dominates your thoughts and actions. This is important to understand, because when you notice a high fear factor regarding something you're trying to do, you can stop for a moment and take stock of your faith around the given situation. You can decide where you stand and what needs to be adjusted. I've noticed something about myself lately. I've noticed that whenever I take on something that I've not done before, then I start taking this thing because it's on my list of things to do. Everything gets put on my list, but if I haven't ever done it before, I'm start constantly shoving that thing to the bottom of my list of things to do. I can find all kinds of things to do except for this thing that I don't know how to do. The laundry looks so fun straightening and organizing my office, woo, anything but this thing that I don't know how to do. So let me share specific examples. Recently, my podcast editor took a full-time position elsewhere. So goodbye, Matt. Thank you for everything. But this required me to find a new podcast editor. One of the things that Matt used to do for me was to design the cover photos for each episode, which if you get on the website, loveyourstorypodcast.com, Um, each episode has a cover photo. So you've got graphics that go along with the episodes. And apparently that's not usually something that podcast editors do. And so my new editor didn't include that in his services. So I needed to figure out how to use Photoshop so I could design my own covers. Now it was something I needed to pick up and learn. Well, something new. I don't know how to do it. I'm not sure where to turn, which is the best program to use. There's a number of um, Adobe Photoshop programs. Some are cheaper, some are more user friendly. What did I need to do this? I just, I didn't know. Then, of course, I didn't know how to use the program. So I, it kept moving its way down my list of things to do because it was a step into the dark that I didn't know how to take. Now, I know how to make my way forward through things that I don't know how to do, right? We all know how. We've made ourselves do this before. We only make progress when we do this. So it's not that I couldn't have found out. In fact, I did, of course, find out and work through it. But I'm noticing, I'm observing myself and realizing that I see this pattern repeated often for me if I don't know how. I'm hesitant to take that step because I'm not sure how to take it. And I have to like rally my strength and adventure and say, okay, figure this out. So, another example. While I have three published books, all three have been published by publishers who have editors who they ask me to write the book and I write the book. Their editors edit, they design the layout, they distribute it. You know, they have great distribution, they sell it, and then they send me royalty checks. Well, I am working this year to put out the 21 Life Connection Challenges in book form. I'm excited about what this will mean for you and the great access that it's going to give everyone to the challenges and creating their best life stories. But I've never gone through the self-publishing process before. So I'm not sure how to design the layout of a book. I'm not sure about distribution. There's lots of these pieces that I haven't had to do before. and you know, I don't even know how hard or how easy they are because I haven't done them. Because of this, my work on this project is constantly relegated to the end of my list. I've done nothing for over six weeks on this project because I'm watching myself write it on the list of things to do every week and then push it away. So Once I started noticing this pattern, that when I don't know my way forward, I stall. And once I recognized this, I decided to change it. I could see my own fear and hesitation around stepping into the darkness, but I could also see that all that was required to step into the darkness was to adjust my thinking, to make one move. So, for example, I called one of my friends who had done self-publishing before, and she sat down with me and walked me through her process. Now, I still have to go through and I have to do it and I have to make decisions and all of that, but that was my first step, figuring out what the step was. And I did the same thing with Photoshop. I called somebody else who knew how, and they were kind enough to say, let me sit down with you and I'll show you a few things. I started taking active steps to find these people who could shed a light on what I didn't know. And this mindset shift of recognition and then action is the way that I'm going to create action and douse fear in my own life. I started taking active steps to find these people. Sometimes when we are facing a fear versus faith situation, it requires releasing old thought systems and surrendering to new ways of being that are defined by an absolute belief in yourself and in your ability to create, as well as in God and that you're supported, the universe, whatever power guides your life right? Faith is a belief in things beyond what you can control, beyond what you can see or prove, beyond what you know, or in my case, beyond what I know how to do. But it's that belief that is the precursor to creation and the shield against fear, the belief in what I'm creating, the belief in God's support of my efforts, the belief in my ability to learn and do. So We always have choice, right? Choice for fear or choice for faith. When we choose fear, we choose being stopped, we choose being miserable. When we choose faith, we choose forward movement, we choose hope. And those two choices are very, very pivotal because you can see one stops you, one propels you forward, one puts a halt to experiences. Of creation, the other takes you on those paths like Hansel and Greta, where you may not know where you're going, but you're having the faith to move forward, to do what you can do. And even though that's going to adjust and, you know, different things might happen, you're going to learn along the way, it's still going to be a process, sometimes a messy process. But the idea of choosing faith is one of choosing hope, is one of choosing possibility. Let me share a story that impressed me about a man who chose faith year after year regarding who he was meant to be and what he was meant to do. James Owens is a graphic artist, a cartoonist, a novelist. In his book, Drawing Out the Dragons, he shared specific stories about his personal life, The choices that one at a time contributed to his massive success in the realms in which he flourishes. At 16, he was the youngest professional publisher ever to be an exhibitor at the San Diego Comic-Con. He was dedicated and persistent to his vision, always believing despite the difficulty of succeeding in his chosen profession in art. It's not easy to become a comic illustrator, right? But he knew from the time he was young that that's what he wanted to do. The rest of his life, each decision that he made to compromise or to hold strong was always based on his belief and his faith that he was meant to be a comic book artist. When he had no money to buy food and his home was being foreclosed on because his endeavors weren't paying off, he still believed in himself and his destiny, and at each turn he went to work harder and harder until he had the meetings with the people he needed in order to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish. And did he do it? Despite the dark days of unknowing, despite those moments of stepping into that forest where you aren't sure how the path is going to turn, he most certainly did do it. And what struck me about his story was his seeming unwavering faith, the way that he told it. It was like he never doubted. This dedication to his dream was always there. And let me share a small part of his story. He went through a number of things, but this one part of his story in particular illustrates his dedication and his his ability to always choose faith in what he wanted. James had embarked on his dream of starting a comic book company. He was the creator and illustrator of his comics, and so his hands were vital. Two issues into his series, a woman takes a left turn in front of him, and he's in an auto accident that smashes his right hand. At the hospital, the doctors examined his hand and said, There was too much damage to even do surgery, which would just increase the scar tissue. So the best they could do was to put the bones back in place, and then he needed to engage in therapy for a year. They told him that he would have 30 to 40 percent of the use of his hand, if he worked hard at therapy. He says, quote, For the second time that year, I had a big decision to make. I had to decide how much I really wanted to do what I was doing, because according to the doctors, my career as an artist was all but over. For my part, I believed something different. I believed that if you really want to do something, no one can stop you. But if you really don't want to do something, no one can help you. As he sat there with his hand in a brace from his fingertips to his elbow, he announced he was going to rehabilitate his hand heal completely, and then pick up where he'd left off with the third issue of Star Child. He said, everyone in the world decided I was wrong. The doctors, my friends, my family, and a few curious patients all gathered around me to applaud my optimism and my attitude, but they insisted I needed to be realistic. Guess what? He proved them all wrong. His book is called Drawing Out the Dragons, A Beginner's Guide to Making Choices That Matter. I think choosing faith is a choice that matters because it's the choice that determines whether you move forward and the kind of power that you have behind you. I'm not just talking about faith in a career path here. His story is just an example of keeping a vision and determination on his career, but I'm talking about that vision and determination with anything in your life. Maybe it's choosing faith over fear as you battle with depression or maybe you're choosing faith over fear as you battle with an eating disorder or an addiction or cancer maybe it's faith over fear that god has your back maybe it's faith over fear that you can be a good parent maybe it's faith over fear that you can support a family it's different for all of us theodore roosevelt said quote believe you can and you're halfway there unquote and martha beck You know, I like to quote her. She said, anyone who embraces the meander's way of life must proceed through continual, infinite, breathtaking leaps of faith. I love that visual. (laughs) Each time you face an unknown future with creativity rather than grasping at known quantities, you leap. Each time you dare to believe your art can sustain you financially, you leap. Each time you trust your tribe of menders, you leap. Each time you embrace a love that lays you bare in body, heart, and soul, you leap. And whenever you begin to disbelieve in yourself, your destiny, your ability to heal some part of the world, you must leap instead into the branches of magic. Unquote. Wasn't that awesome? I love that. That's one of my favorite quotes from her. And you just see yourself leaping into the branches of magic when what's behind you and what's ahead of you scares the crap out of you. In the book, Rise of Superman by Steve Kotler, he tackles the relationship between imagination and physical possibility. So basically belief in something and the ability to move past what we think is impossible. He quotes psychologist Michael Jarvis, quote, you have to understand that the brain tells stories. When most hear about an impossible feat, like we used to think the sub-4-minute mile was, or the mega ramp 1080, our first reaction is, no way, not real, that's not impossible. But we have a strong need to make meaning out of experience, and this new reality forces us to change our story. And instead we move to, that's crazy, far out, unreal. And pretty soon we're accepting this new reality, and we shift our paradigm further And this engages imagination. We start imagining the impossible as possible. What does impossible feel like, sound like, look like? And then we start to be able to see ourselves doing the impossible. That's the secret. There's an extraordinary tight link between our visual system and our physiology. Once we can actually see ourselves doing the impossible, our chances of pulling it off increase significantly. Unquote. Proven over and over that once a threshold is passed by someone, others, now realizing that it's possible, push past that threshold with increased speed and frequency. It's impossible to deny the power of belief in the ability to accomplish a thing. Let's look at the four-minute mile, right? That used to be considered impossible. And then once the first person did it, runner after runner after runner continued throughout history to be able to break that record because suddenly it was possible. Someone just has to believe enough to push past the limitation and suddenly the rest of the world can follow. George Lucas said, quote, You simply have to put one foot in front of the other and keep going, unquote. This ode to persistence is based on faith. We don't keep walking into the dark forest unless we believe we have a shot at surviving. This is hope. This is faith. This is persistent action that creates results. Our lives are less about what is going on around us and more about what is going on inside us. We create the meaning that events have to us. Do we create that meaning around faith or around fear? That's an important question and I want you to ask yourself that because the answer will determine very different outcomes for you. Do you create your meaning around faith or around fear? Do you find as you face new things and new possibilities and new things you're called to do, do you face them with a faith and a hope and excitement or do they just instill fear in you? Fear of failure or fear of loss or fear of the unknown, because you can shift into a space of faith. And that changes how you'll approach it. That changes the outcome. Fear isn't going anywhere. We gotta know that. It's maybe the most common negative human emotion that we all share. But there is good news courage can become a habit. The way to combat fear is to make a mindset shift. This shift doesn't mean that fear disappears. It means that your faith in yourself, in your ability, in your support, in your God, outlives the fear that tries to shut you down. It means that you believe, and so you do it. And your hope and your faith become action, and then things start really cooking. For me, this shift happens And I first started realizing and recognizing this when I was surrounded by coaches telling me not to rip the world off, not to hold back, not to keep the things I had to give to myself. And when I was going through this process and they were coaching me and cheering me on, I was surprised how much fear popped up every day when I started creating the podcast, when I started thinking about creating something from scratch, something, again, that I didn't know how to do. (laughs) There were fears that I didn't even know I had, and it became a daily reckoning. Each day, I would end up finding a new fear, and I'd have to push past it. We've talked about being in the arena and getting dirty, being the hero in the fight. This is the mental space where you are fighting your dragons. This is the space where you step onto the dark forest path overhung with vines and spooky noises, but you step onto the path anyway. It's not that fear's not there it's that courage is moving past fear and into possibility. This is the part of the story where you enter the layer of the antagonist to steal back the jewel of your own ability. This is the high-stakes space of beating out the shadows of your own mind. Remember what Emerson said, quote, do the thing you fear and the death of fear is certain, unquote. I want to leave this topic with one final thought. What do you think about the idea Of the faith we show in others, giving them additional power. And the faith that others show in us, buoying and supporting us in our forward moving, giving us additional power. This seems perhaps obvious. We all like to be supported. But I wonder if there isn't a real power behind this. I believe that faith is power. Faith is the impetus behind any creation. It's the belief And that belief and mental power moves things forward, right? But I think it's also power that can be shared. Someone mentioned this idea the other day, and I've just been thinking about it, which is why I'm posing the question to you. A combined faith may create an exponential power behind it. So maybe, just maybe, we can start thinking about lending our own faith and support to others as they embark on their challenges, large and small, and help push one another up the next mountain. Thanks for listening today. I hope you found even just one takeaway that will propel you forward with faith going along your path, your personal path. Faith is the power to overcoming fear. The power behind forward movement. Believe in yourself, people, in your story, in the universe that has your back. Quick plug for the website, loveyourstorypodcast.com. It's got all the 120 plus episodes that you can listen to and share anytime you want. Don't forget the great cover photos that I am now designing that you can see on the website. It's also got the online courses, the 21 Life Connection Challenges for creating more possibility and connection in your life as you are creating your story moving forward. And the second one is the five steps to reframing old stories that are holding you back. You can also buy your Love Your Story t-shirt there. So, lots of stuff you can access on the website. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of the audience. Keep up the great work in your own story creation. And your challenge this week is to push past just one fear, just one fear, push past it with belief. I'll see you next week.